If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief. And you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast Unlocked. Top of the modern into you, lots. <laughs> I gotta figure out Ryan, that one the out Scottish again. man returns. <laughs> that one went over a while Hi, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast, episode two twelve for September sixteenth of twenty fifteen. I'm Ryan McCaffrey to my left, the shark, Sean Finnegan. Jump, 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 jump. That's what he I did it for. He did he it. Didn't do it last he week. did it, you guys. Yeah. Destin Legary, good to see you. Hi, everybody. The increasingly the Casual, friendly greeting. <laughs> you, you've uh, completely abandoned T-shirts. You're button-down man. Yeah. Very professional. Yeah, thank Very, you. You're up and up, making everybody up their game around here. Yeah, good. <laughs> good Sean, Sean's wearing a nice shirt Yeah, today. it's sort of a you know, half-button, yeah, little half... What is that? It's like I don't a, know. It's like a T-shirt I saw it was hybrid. Like, I think it looks cool, and so I wore it. But you're the, right. It's difficult to classify <laughs> because there's no collar, yeah. but there are buttons, but the buttons don't go all the way down. Right. <laughs> I think to be considered a button down, it's got to be one button down all the way and a long sleeve, right? Can like I, you don't call short sleeve button down shirts button downs, right? right? I may I, may I suggest uh, a T polo? Yeah. Huh? T lo. <laughs> nah. T lo. I like it. Maybe. We'll give it a try. We'll see what people think. So, yeah, palindrome week. Woohoo. 212. Yeah. 212. We made it. Same forwards and backwards. We'll get another palindrome in like. Uh, It'll be well. No, actually, we'll get the Uber palindrome. I guess no, it doesn't make a difference. Just two, two, two. Oh yeah, in ten weeks, yeah. And then two, three, two after that. Yeah, every ten weeks for yeah. uh, for the two hundreds. It's almost like every time the middle number. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> <nah>. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mitch is at TGS, the Tokyo Game Show, <clears throat> partying it up over there. And by partying it up, I mean not sleeping and working a lot. Yeah, they looked miserable eating that amazing ramen in that well, video. For the they first made. day, yeah. it did look miserable because their flight got canceled by United, and so they had to fly yeah, out a yeah. day late. Which yeah, that, that, we built that, in a day terrible. for travel, which means they didn't have the day for travel. Yeah, so they right. arrived and then went straight into the show, which. Yeah. 
Ooh, that sounds rough. That's a tough uh, body adjustment on oh, yeah. that. You need that ooh, yeah. one day. Oh, yeah. Because you have to, you stay up, you're super loopy, you know? Yeah. The best way to do it if you travel internationally is you get there, like, sleep on the plane or whatever. But when you get there, do not go to sleep until bedtime. Right. You know? Like, eat dinner and lunch and everything at the same time, too. Yeah. And all that helps I, your I try body that too reset. And, although I've never gone that way. I've only ever gone east. Have you never been to Europe. Japan? Never been to Japan. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a rough trip. Because you time travel, like you go across think, a day. So I think coming back from Japan is easier than coming back from Germany. Because we do Gamescom and TGS once in a while. Right. For me, Japan's way easier. Germany is just like brutal coming back. Or maybe it's the other way around. I'm pretty sure it's Germany. <laughs> One way is really hard. I travel so much. Yeah. Mr. Fancy. I know. Look at yeah. you. And then Marty is on vacation. I think he's ice fishing or whatever it is. That's they what you do, do in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so we'll get right to it. There's actually a lot to cover this week, and we don't have a ton of time. Lots going on in the office. The f- The fall season's full-on oh, happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People uh, are still playing Metal Gear. Yeah, you guys are in the middle of a week of just, like, hardcore Destiny coverage with oh, Taken yeah. King stuff. Oh, yeah. Sean's getting ready for the new raid on Friday. We're streaming all week. Jose is working on the review, which yep. is, yeah. you know, he, so he's going hard at it every day up until the... He's trying to get ready for the raid. Yeah. yeah. On Friday. Well, I guess all of you are, but especially yeah. him since he's reviewing it. My computer's in this weird state of being disassembled because they're giving me a brand new, like, really powerful machine. Nice. But it also means I, like, am, have, like, this weird side setup right now where I'm, like, capturing to a little monitor and just logging. That's all I can do. So, huh. yeah. You're like, you're like uh, you might as well be working from home remotely at this point. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the curb, Destiny. Yeah, yeah. Darn it. You could be chilling in your underwear yeah. uh, <laughs> in yeah. video games. Uh, yeah, and- I do that here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I, I'm in a weird planning mode where I'm waiting for uh, a couple of big reviews that I'll be working on. So in the meantime, I'm just like planning a whole bunch of stuff that There's we'll, we're going to start executing out. on Friday. We'll, yeah. We're going to talk about that soon. I'm very excited to talk about that. The thing about Ryan, if you guys don't know, is that he op- he continually operates about two months ahead of everyone. Yeah. Like everyone else is like, all right, well, Des- you know, Destiny Taken King is out today. Let's start making content today. <laughs> yeah. All of, con- all of Ryan's stuff is like, all right, this is happening months from now. Because of IGN first <laughs> well it's yeah it's like uh you can take you can take the boy out of working in magazines oh, but yeah. you can't take the working in magazines <laughs> yeah. out of the boy it's you're in, the, in magazines you're always you're living way in the future because you're working this was always so dumb with like every magazine ever you you're working on let's see so now is actually september mm-hmm but at this point in the year, we'd be working on the... November, December no, I think the November issue. Man. Yeah. Uh, maybe even the December issue, because we did 13 a year. Yeah. Wow. Because uh, if you just divide 52 weeks in a year by yeah. four, it's 13. So you can get that extra, we, it would be oh, called nice. a holiday issue, which would just, yeah, come out right at the end of the year there. And uh, But yeah, so I was always living in the future back then, and I guess... I guess subconsciously that that's apparently still what I need to do now but <laughs> but yeah one of the projects Mr. Finnegan you're involved in yeah I'm very excited about it and can you say what it is I will soon enough I just okay. want to actually do it I don't know what it is I, I'm curious you, you'll <laughs> you know you do know oh, okay. you just can't okay. think of it alright yeah. but yeah I want to wait till it's actually <clears throat> done before I start in the can just yeah before I'm because anything could go wrong between now and when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. And if we say anything, it probably will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On that note, we'll be right back and start plowing through all this Xbox news. Be right back. 
IGN's number one Xbox podcast, the Podcast Unlocked presents The News Unlocked! All right, let's kick it off with some news from today as we record here on our usual record day of Wednesday. Rainbow let's, Six Siege, yes, Destin? Let's blow the roof off this pop- popsicle stand. I screwed that up. <laughs> I give up today, <laughs> everybody. One out of ten. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about blowing stuff up I know. to transition into I Rainbow Six. I saw where you were going with but that. But then I stuttered. I give up on let's, Puck. Let's see for through the wall of this popsicle yeah, stand. there we go. That doesn't have a wall because it's a popsicle stand. <laughs> Apparently there will be ten <laughs> popsicle stands. Ten popsicle launch. stands. <laughs> yeah, so uh, ten maps out of the box for Rainbow Six Siege. Now, Finnegan, I don't, have, have you played Rainbow? Uh, I have not played it. So, But yeah. you and I definitely oh, yeah. played a I've ton played, of it. Yeah. Not a ton of it, but a f- a, on a, a few lot. different occasions. Well, I played the Alpha, and I played it in Montreal. Yeah, and I, yeah, E3. I played, Did you play at E3? I played like wow. every I event. I played a lot of hands time on yeah, it. There's, yeah, there's there's been some good opportunity to play it for us. That always makes me super nervous when there's a lot of hands on time, but what? they're like, and then it's delayed for a oh. game. Oh. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to say, a lot of hands-on time for games like this that are multiplayer-focused, that's usually a good thing. You want that. You know? Yeah, because yeah, they're just iterating the crap out of it, yeah, which, is what, which is what you want. But anyway, the point here being, they came out and announced to PC Gamer, they being Ubisoft Montreal, that there will be 10 maps out of the box, more, of course, coming via DLC. But uh, and I immediately read this and went, uh-oh, like I... You don't think that's enough? I, well, I think... The problem is, as Evolve has taught us, as Titanfall has taught us, you can get kind of a stink on you if you're a game of there's this sort of nebulous crowdsource decision that decides, oh, that's not enough for $60. And that kind of, you know, that sort of happened with Titanfall. That definitely happened with Evolve. And I worry that that's going to happen with Rainbow, even though, again, Let's be super clear. What we've played is really fun. Oh, yeah. Super fun game. Not saying it's not worth it, but I'm worried it's going to get the stink on it. Yeah. Because there's no, by all accounts. There's no mystery is why I worry when they show that much. It's because, like, okay, I've seen everything. Like, I feel like I've played this game already. That's part of it. You know? Yeah. And I I wonder if that's how the audience starts getting after seeing this much of it. I think you're onto something there. And the Mm -hmm. fact that there's no proper single-player campaign that we're aware of. And what I mean by that, because people started tweeting me, like, what do you mean there's no single-player campaign? They've been very, uh, not dismissive, but they've kind of downplayed single-player. I went and dug up the old quote that I'd been thinking of from, like, a year Mm -hmm. ago. And they said... uh, we were, quote, we were tied. This is. This Can you is, read it in a condescending voice? No, I'm not no. going to do that. How about a, <laughs> how about a, how about a PR voice? I don't want to anger any of the uh, PR, anybody PR for it. Okay. They, they, I, I respect their jobs. I don't, okay. But yeah, this uh, Ubisoft creative vice president Lionel Reynaud. Uh, Wait, uh, did he tell you this? No, he this told is IGN. IGN a while ago. <clears throat> This, well, he works this, at IGN. I know that, but there's a lot of us here. Destin could have not necessarily been specific. <laughs> You're losing focus. I'll stop. I'll stop. stop. Sorry. For God's sake. He said, he told us a while ago, we were tired of single player scripted military missions where things appear triggered by player presence. We want to refresh that. We want the same level of intensity and surprise scripted scenes used to have, but within a multiplayer game. And then this was, I believe Mitch wrote this story with these details. Uh, this is now Mitch saying, to that end, uh, this is the information he got from him, campaign missions can be played in any order akin to Mega Man's open-ended level selection. So there is kind of a campaign, sort there, of. But it, what yeah. it sounds to me, and this is not 100% confirmation, 
it sounds to me that they're probably just the same maps in with some sort of bot objective thing yeah. going on now. Well, we nope. kind of saw that at Gamescom, the new right. mode that they revealed. What was it? Tarot Hunt? Yeah, Tarot Hunt. Well, that was E3. Oh, okay. It was Tarot Hunt. It's all a blur. It's <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, again, we don't know 100% that there isn't some story-driven cutscenes characters campaign. I doubt that. But it all indications yeah. from what their own quotes and mm-hmm. what we've seen on the game indicate that there isn't. So that's where I'm just saying between that and 10 maps... And then mode-wise, I mean, there is Terrorist Hunt, which mm-hmm. people love, but I worry that this game, as fun as it's been, is going to get that same overexposure kind of yeah. not enough content. Like, oh, this is it, and I've already been seeing this all, all of this for months. When, when they do that, to me, it just feels like a game that's not complete. When there's no narrative piece to the puzzle, it just feels like like Dota was free, right? Like that right. was fan made, right? So like the first Dota, yeah. Yeah, it's was like why am I why am I paying money for this thing that doesn't sixty bucks? Yeah, it seems more like a free to play game where you would pay for new maps or new operatives or something than it does a retail game, right? And Evolve kind of did that. Somebody did the math on Evolve, like you pay a ton of money for all the extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this game does not fall in that trap because I love Rainbow Six. Yeah, and Battlefront's in the same boat. We've talked about it on the show. That mm-hmm. game ha- again has no single player campaign. It has like a, there's like a two player co op thing you can do, mm-hmm. uh, and then other than that, it's the, just the various modes, the forty player stuff, and there's twelve or twelve maps in that game. So. And this, we've seen this before. This seems to be the pattern of of building IPs. This generation is we've we've talked about MVP, minimum viable product. Yeah, and and that's not to say I'm not saying this is some evil scheme. I think it's just this. This is the reality now of next gen games cost just absurd amounts of money and take absurd amounts of time and. I guess the games would just never ship if they had all the you know, usual single-player campaign and 15 to 20 multiplayer maps that they had you know, 10 years ago. I'm, so I'm not blaming the developers. I don't want to let them off that easy. We just got Metal Gear, and it's absolutely phenomenal. But that's not a multiplayer game. And they're not, their multiplayer mode... Be. It's well, going yeah, to be. That's but launching not for later. Months. They did it backwards. Right. They, they're like, here's a fantastic campaign you can get all the mechanics and learn everything and then in a few months you'll get the multiplayer. I, would, I like that <clears throat> strategy better. I think the approach to a game like Metal Gear is far different than Rainbow Six. Right? Yeah. Like, obviously they're doubling down on the multiplayer facet yeah. of Rainbow Six which, you know, I actually don't think 10 maps if all of them are good and that, that may be a stretch, right? No mm-hmm. slate of maps is ever entirely good through and through. But Halo 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, Halo 2. That's yeah, the closest. Mm-hmm. Um... Ten maps, if you know seven or eight of them are really, really good, that's enough to sustain multiplayer for yeah. a long time. But like you said, Destin, I think at the sixty dollar price point, there is the stigma that you should be getting something more than just the multiplayer, mm-hmm. because games that nowadays do multiplayer really, really well, and that's all they do, are free to play games or mm-hmm. are really cheap. Like, hey, I can play League of Legends or Dota well, for nothing. And yeah. you know. look at Halo Five is out Smite. on October twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. It's got a full blown. What, what we're told is actually a very lengthy single-player campaign mm-hmm, that's good. playable Love in it. co-op, as well as the a full... fantastic... The arena multiplayer yeah. and all those maps, plus Warzone, the 24-player thing, and apparently... Warzone's later, though, right? No, that's Big Team Battle. Big Team yeah. Battle's later, right. yeah. Big Team Battle's later, yeah. but, at, you know, it's 20... I think they said 20... It's like 20 maps out of the box for yeah. Halo 5. Mm-hmm. 20, so, wow. 
you can com- that's the same sixty dollars that Rainbow Six costs. Yeah. So when you kind of start to look at it that way, it's like, and then you got to say, Ugh. well. That must mean that Rainbow Six's gameplay is really, really good, and I'd be like, "Yeah, it, maybe it is. It is, but better yeah. than Halo's. I don't. Know. Well, it's a, they're different. Oranges. They're very different products. I don't think you compare. Compare besides the fact that it's an FPS. There's very different stuff going on. Totally. Yeah, I still think you can compare. I will say, Sean, you make a really good point though about if the maps are good, like. Maps are always multiplayer. Maps are always critical to making a multiplayer shooter good, Absolutely. but. You could argue that they're especially relevant and important in Rainbow Six because of the whole destructibility nature of the yeah. game. Like, they're bringing something new to the way multiplayer works in the first-person shooter. Yeah. So if they're if you get eight really good or nine or ten, if their whole All, slate is yeah. good, yeah, maybe that is worth whatever it ends up being six dollars yeah. a map, right? If it's ten and it's sixty bucks, this is a sixty-dollar retail release, right, Ryan? Yeah, it is. So six dollars a map. If they're really, really good, then yeah, maybe. But well, you can't. I mean, there, plus there's terrorist hunt. I mean, that you can't just I, do the math like that. We're no, kind of I mean, spoiled. Yeah, you know, we get all these fantastic things for free now, and then this comes along. What are you getting for free? Because everything I see is my League of Legends, Dota. <laughs> okay, all well, those are free on PC. Know. Yeah, <laughs> I guess Smite's free to play on Xbox I think One. Counter Strike but... is twenty bucks, and most of the time it's on Steam sale for like three bucks. And that's a fantastic game. That is not sixty dollars. That has two thousand hours yeah. in that game. Yeah, and it's like, is that it? Can rookie? this compete yeah. with? That's a better example. Can this compete with that? Yeah, I mean, I play seven or eight maps in Counter Strike all the time, mm-hmm. and that's because they're really, really great maps, and it's because the gameplay is really, really yeah. good. So it's not un- like it's not unrealistic for Rainbow Six to reach the same uh, standard, but at a sixty dollar price point. Like you said, Destin, there's this kind of just feeling that, like, you want the $60 experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm air quoting for the audio (laughs) listeners. The $60 experience traditionally means you get that scripted, big kind of uh, narrative story cutscenes that kind of tell you something a little bit more cinematic. And I'm speaking as a consumer, just like somebody who's going to go out and buy this game. It's well within your right to to do. Um, I don't know why. I just kind of feel. Like with Evolve, I'm like, I don't really want to buy that game because it doesn't feel like a finished product. And I don't know what it is. I can't quite put my finger on it. But that's why, like, I didn't get a Evolve. certain je ne sais destin. Yeah. <laughs> I want that campaign experience. I need a narrative experience built into my product. Like Titanfall, for example, was uh, another example of a game that kind of didn't feel like there was everything there. Right. Titanfall's you know, perhaps it was great. the best example of this. That's yeah. a game that yeah. really could have benefited from, like, a scripted deeper story narrative. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, especially considering who designed that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same guys, the same uh, men and women that Modern were behind Warfare. Modern Warfare 1, a yeah. phenomenal campaign, as well as a, obviously a, a hugely successful multiplayer. I know, would argue well. that in terms of Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2, it was the campaign that made that game as famous as it was. Because Definitely. everyone jumped in there expecting just it to be Another Call of Duty game. They were yeah. blown away and by the camp. <laughs> Literally, Literally awesome because <laughs> one of your characters gets <laughs> crawls out of yeah. a uh, gets yeah. this helicopter goes down when a nuke goes off and he yeah. crawls out and is just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, wait, I'm dead. And then the multiplayer is even better because of the campaign, I would say, because mm-hmm. you have this now context for everything you're doing. I just I worry that Rainbow Six won't have that deeper sort of foundation to stand on. Me too, we'll see. And yeah. that demo they showed where, like, uh, they take your wife or something in the beginning. Oh, and pa- Patriots. Yeah, the old Patriots, Rainbow Six Patriots. Like, that got me super excited. 
that's not happening in any way. Well, that was yeah, yeah. that was canceled yeah. and Siege oh, was started. Yeah, I'm saying I'm disappointed. That yeah. would have been a great campaign well, experience. Well, that was only one little slice. We don't know why. Like maybe they mm-hmm. couldn't build that out into a cool six hour game, game for all we know. But yeah, so Rainbow Six out in December. Uh, Ten maps out of the box. Still gonna play it. Oh, I've course. just I'm a totally. huge Rainbow Six fan. So, yes. Yeah. It's so much fun, and I can't mm-hmm. wait to. I want to see what the other maps are. Yeah. I mean, if Garage has ten to maps, be one. but like, so we've seen, we saw Airplane and we saw House, mm-hmm. uh, and I think there's been. Are these the names of the maps? Well, those are the names we were told. I don't oh, know okay. if yeah. they'll be the final names. I They're really the code hope they names. Are. They're like the working How names. Well, like in Rainbow Six Airplane. 3 on Xbox, it was like Warehouse, Garage. Yeah. Building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bathroom. <Street. laughs> Toilet. Like, I hope that is, those are the map names. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> Duke Nukem's house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a epic discussion. Epic. Let's talk a little Halo 5. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this is such an interesting quote. <laughs> Halo 5's got a progressive resolution system, which is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. Basically, 343 is... They've got the game running at 1080-60, but it won't stay at 1080-60 when lots of crazy stuff goes on screen, so they're prioritizing frame rate, and they will dynamically drop the resolution when necessary, when the action gets crazy on screen with you a know, whole bunch of... Prometheans, elites, whatever's going on, mm-hmm. vehicles, and I—I I mean, I think this is great that they're because even in Master Chief Collection, Master Chief Collection, a, a collection of old games that were 1080 60, it would the frame rate would dip at at crazy times, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there are a million reasons for that, but with Halo Five, I love that it's going to stay smooth as long as it doesn't drop to like. If it 720 drops, or lower. If it drops below 720, that's going to be a problem. But I think it's going to go to like 960. It'll fluctuate from 1080 to like I think not, you're, that you're 900 right. resolution. Yeah. So and I, I suspect that we won't even notice. Um, I hope not. But, th- I mean, this all sounds good to me. Th- yeah. I mean, in a game like Halo, the frame rate's more important than the resolution. Although, if you can have both, that's ideal. Um, mm-hmm. In a big battle... You'll certainly notice your eye. The human eye will notice a dip in frame rate long before it notices a dip in oh, resolution. Yeah. It does say frame rate will dip, not. No, it says to keep the frame rate from dipping. Got it. Got it. Okay. Prioritize frame rate and drop resolution. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of anything like this before. Yeah, It'll, I think I think I don't it's think been, any other game has done it. I don't know. I feel like it's maybe it's maybe not. Maybe Hold it hasn't sixty, been drop the resolution. No, it's always go the back FP, up. It's always the FPS that drops. You know? Yeah, I, I know. Like, I don't think anything's consciously designed, though, to do that. Like, when when you design a game, you kind of lock it as a res- at a resolution, mm-hmm. and then the frame rate is one of those things that can and does fluctuate. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone's gone in from a design perspective and been like, what if we did it purposefully the other way around, yeah. where we recognize the frame rate's the most important here and we'll let the resolution change on the fly. I worry, you know like when you watch videos on your phone when you're out in public and sometimes it dips way down and gets all garbly? Yeah. I hope it's not like that. Oh, it won't be like, like I hope that. it's not, well, it won't be the same, but I hope it's not noticeable like that is. 
You know, like, oh, okay, if, well, I can tell this if is If it's dipping. moving, again, yeah, like mm-hmm. the difference between 900p and 1080p to 98% of people out there is imperceivable. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that you're going to have to worry about that. We'll see. Yeah. Even at 720p. Yeah. The percentage goes down. Maybe it's like 80% of people don't recognize the difference. I can now. Like, now that I've been playing in 1080p for an extended period of time, I yeah. can definitely tell the difference. Oh, yeah. I mean, people yeah. like us yeah. who spend a lot of time looking at games and stuff, like, mm-hmm. I've said it a million times. I can spot the difference between 24 frames a second and 30 frames a second with oh, one no, eye yeah. closed from across the street. <laughs> yeah. And there are people We're going to test there. that on next week's show, <laughs> by the way. There are people out there who, you know, are very eagle-eyed and pixel people pixel peeping when it comes to that stuff mm-hmm. but i think for most people they don't care did you guys watch the new like four minutes of halo 5 campaign footage no i saw that week? today I, didn't. I missed it did i miss it i uh it was like two days ago but i saw like three seconds of it where I, he's sniping people i intentionally i'm i'm trying not to wa- i'm i just mm-hmm. want to play the campaign yeah, yeah right i i'm i want to save it all that's me point. with like the very that's me little... with fallout mass effect and halo well, i'm just fallout, like i'm gonna choice they're not showing you anything oh yeah right <laughs> companies little... should do that like let me be excited about your product Mm-mm, that's <laughs> ign needs needs that kind oh, of content yeah. in the... for our livelihood yeah. what are you talking about Plus, in like the modern marketplace there's so mm-hmm. many games out there like in order to get stuff to sell you need to start drumming up the hype early Sorry. unless you're Halos or what I mean is don't do what Rainbow Six did and you know have so much footage out there that it's no longer exciting when a new piece comes. It's a tough line to walk, right? Yeah. I mean that's that's why yeah the all those the PR people those those folks all they have a really tough job. Mm-hmm. They really do. I mean it's uh, it's it's not one that I that I envy in the sense that it's like yeah you can there's like a razor's edge between. You know, too much just and too little. Get, yeah, getting that, keeping that hype maxed, and mm-hmm. uh, and just like going over the cliff and having people, you know, not care because it's overexposed. It's really tough today too, because like all those Fallout clips that like NeoGaf put together on a Google Drive that you could just watch, and then like they had to figure out how to get that stuff pulled down, just like crappy cell phone videos of Fallout Four. You know, like that's not how you want your game presented. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's tough. That's why you come to IGN, and then. <laughs> When, and then you've got like then you, when your game gets delayed from October to December, like in the case of Rainbow Six, yeah. it sort of throws your whole plan out the window. Marketing like, plan. well, now what do we do? Because yeah. <laughs> we have a couple extra months than we that we hadn't counted on having, and we've already shown the stuff we wanted to show. Mm. Uh, in any case, yeah, that's why we we try to parse through all the the crap, to separate the wheat from the chaff here at mm-hmm. IGN, and make sure we're. We're putting forward the good stuff for you to you know, see. You know who's done a fantastic job? No Man's Sky. You know, they had a big content push with us. It did really well with our audience. And then they just kind of go quiet. And then in a few months, I'm sure there'll they, be a come trailer back. or something. Yeah. They're just, they're handling it very well. Yeah, and that, I mean, but not that I want to take credit away from them, but I wonder if that's almost a function of... Uh, Manpower in the sense that there's, there's like five there's people. 12 of them total. Yeah. There are ex- like t- 12 people that are working on that game. And so mm. they don't have time to <laughs> ha- do a whole you know, big yeah. PR campaign. But it's working for them. Yeah, definitely. So, like, either it's we make this them. trailer or our ship flies. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want six billion planets in the universe and yeah. no PR campaign? Yeah. <laughs> Or one really hot yeah, trailer, yeah. and you get to yeah. explore the moon. Yeah. In <laughs> uh, other Halo Five news, uh, curious what you guys think of this, particularly the shark over there. 
Halo 5 will not have a voting or veto system when you're going into matchmaking. Shark, what do you say? I'm kind of of two minds on this. Like, I do like to have the ability to veto things like Assault or One Bomb or something like that, Ugh. modes that I don't like. Yeah. I don't like bomb. Yet at the same time, it It'll does force you to yeah, it forces more. you to kind of have like variety. So it's it's both good and bad. I think I'll just deal with it. Here's how that's going to be. Oh, this map. Oh, <laughs> let's just get through well, it. Here's the thing Can I like, back out? Yeah, I'll just bail and I'll restart the and map. Then and then you'll, you'll get your matchmaking penalty for bailing out. When there Will was you? a voting? Like if you're in between matches and you see the map and you bail. 343 has implemented that stuff in the past. I don't know if That's they if are you bail mid-match. If you if you see a map that you don't like, can you just bail and not get a penal- penalty? Out of the lobby, I think you should yeah. be able to, because without a voting or a veto system, or with a voting and a that's veto what's going to ha- you generally yeah. got like Team Slayer or Team Slayer BRs mm-hmm. over and over again on the pit. Yeah, which, if you don't have way, voting, awesome. that's what's pe- <laughs> that's what people will do. They'll see oh. a map they don't like, they will bail. Ooh, because that loading screen takes forever too. Team Slayer on the pit again? No. <laughs> Is that it's Duke really, Nukem playing Halo? Really, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty right. good. You haven't been here for this. No. <laughs> for College Duke Nukem. Oh, okay. Our new, uh, our, the new character, our, our new cast member on our mm. show. He's polite. He's, he lives <laughs> in the dorm. It's, college, it's Duke in his college years before he gets all roided out and becomes an action hero. I don't appreciate this design decision. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds hilarious. I want to make that. I think a couple weeks ago, Duke was, college Duke was in line. He was lining up for, oh, for Deus Ex. Okay. When we were talking about the horrible <laughs> Deus Ex pre-order campaign, mm-hmm. and we had to break it to college Duke that it was actually coming out four days early because of the the dumb marketing campaign. Oh, yeah. And he was still in line. <laughs> but he was really nice to everybody. He was super nice oh, about it. I yeah. see how excited I am about this character. Like, <laughs> it's just filling my head with great ideas for like little short films <laughs> about Collins Duke. <laughs> He's great. He's a good dude. You got, I you respect get to women. <laughs> I'm something of a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is so good. I'm holding the door open for you, not because I think you need that, because I know you're totally capable of that yourself, but because I just want to be a nice guy. <laughs> this is great. I don't know where we where we're. We going. should probably run away from that before we get uh, in trouble. But yeah, what do you th- so? Yay! You what do you think? Yay or nay? Ultimately, on the on the map veto. Uh, it's hard. Um, let's go with yay. This is a good thing. I agree because no, nope, you're both wrong. Hold on. Let me <laughs> let me give my let me give my defense, and mm-hmm. then I'll let you chime in. But because I've seen it time and again with with other Halo games, where you know there's there's two things that happen. One, there's just the general the general large population wants to play on the same three maps over and over, even if yeah. you don't. Sometimes you do, but uh, the other and the other part is you know that there's this there's sort of a almost a peer pressure mentality in those voting lobbies where something will get like a couple votes mm-hmm. and then maybe something else has one vote and you'll just you'll just vote for the thing that already has votes because you want to be like with the in crowd <laughs> mm-hmm. and you just want the match to start so you're like you just vote for that yeah so it's sort of there's sort of this like snowball effect that I always see in those voting situations so I I'm glad I mean it, it's, of course, contingent on Halo 5 having a bunch of good maps. Yeah. Because if it has a bunch of crap maps that we can't skip through, then it's going to be just like, ugh. Yeah. Go ahead. So I'm nay, and the <laughs> reason is because 
here's what's going to happen. People are going to get a map that they don't like, and it's so easy to close a game on Xbox. You go to dashboard, start, quit. You're out. You go back in. Also, the loading screens take so long, you're yeah. not really going to feel like you're losing anything by going to the title. You're just skipping a loading screen for a map you really don't want. Like, if it's a map you hate, you're going to bail right. every time. Destiny. This happens in Destiny right now, and... They're kind of fixing it because there is a reward system for staying in the Vanguard playlist mm. now, the strike playlist, the right. multiplayer playlist. Um, Halo needs something like that, give you an incentive to stay in. Otherwise, what's going to happen is a bunch of maps are going to start, half the team's going to be there, and the other team's going to be like one person, and it's going to be a crappy experience for so everybody. There won't be a there won't be an incentive, but there will be a deterrent. Like 343 has implemented, like Ryan said in the past, like if it, you bail, you get like... If you bail mid-match or if you're losing, yeah, you get put into, like, the dunce squad. But if you see a little picture, you see a little picture of a map you know you hate and you bail out, you're probably not going to get penalized for just quitting after a game has ended. Mm. Well, all right, here's here's what I'd like to see. Yeah. I'm not a game designer, so this is probably a bad idea in some capacity. It's probably nothing that 343 or anybody else hasn't thought through. Because I like what you're saying about, Mm. about rewarding the staying in, which Butch Bungie's yeah. done, rather than the, just like maybe an XP penalty. boost or but something. Here's yeah. what. So I'd like to see a, the the both. I'd like to see the penalty for quitting out. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you quit out three times in a span of fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. you get a five minute matchmaking ban, where you just like, okay, well, you can't go back into the matchmaking for five minutes. Mm-hmm. But Ooh. then, how about also lenient? <laughs> All right, I'm drop the hammer. I'm all for it. Oh no, yeah, I mean, I I'm just comparing it to Counter Strike. If you abandon a match, if you abandon mid match in Counter Strike, you get a 24 hour ban, and if you do it twice, <laughs> you get a seven day ban. Good God, man! Ban you for a week. Mm-hmm. Well, that's don't abandon competitive <laughs> matches. You, yeah. So how do you ever Halo's get way more? Uh, well, wait, way, not as well as hardcore. Yeah, but you, hold on. You play through a match. The match ends. How can you ever leave multiplayer if you get punished at all times? No, but just no, during no. like the load yeah. in, like if you're loading into the match. And then, oh, okay. So like part two would be like okay. So what I said, and then how about also rewarding you the longer you stay in a match? Like mm-hmm. so you get a little XP bonus for the for just starting the match. Yeah. Then maybe after. Three 50%. minutes, mm-hmm. yeah, fifty percent of the, whether it's the flag objective or the kill count, mm-hmm. yeah, you get another XP bonus, and then at the end of the match, you get like if you stay all a the match way, completion bonus, yeah, a match completion, and then bonus. the longer you stay in, you know, the better the rewards. Like you'll hit I'm a cap for eventually, that. but yeah. yeah, I'm all for that. Why mm-hmm. not come? I mean, yeah, that's again. cool, man. Yeah, I would love that. IGN, the first person shooter. These are, yeah. are going to be the rules. When Arm, we make armchair our game. designers. Yeah. <laughs> Shh, don't listen to us. <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. Moment of air. Dead air. I'm sorry. I got to right. write this. I don't have Mitch here to I like to lists. Take, to I like lists down. of uh, tens. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> you, you got nothing. Dustin. I, I need my In-N-Out lunch. All right. It's, yeah, we're going to go meet an unlocked fan for In-N-Out lunch today. Yeah, I'm excited. It's awesome. Andreas, he's coming over from Germany. He's here from Germany, wow. and he's oh, like, wow. I want to go to In-N-Out with you guys because he's never obviously met us mm. or been to In-N-Out. I hope he likes it. I hope so, too. Yeah. You can't not we're like going to like it. You can't, exactly. Yeah. You yeah. can't not like it. It's still my favorite burger chain. Still have, I haven't had a Five Guys burger that beats it. Or not Five Guys. Uh, Shake Shack, sorry. 
Have you, um, you said you, you have not I've had Shake Shack? I've had Shake Shack you twice. Have. Yeah. Still not better than In-N-Out. I agree. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's That was that was an old podcast. Yeah, topic. save it yeah. for our burger show yeah. <laughs> that we haven't started yet. Pilot incoming. Yeah. <laughs> Top 10 games of August. Uh, Console-wise, PS4 was number one. Xbox One was number two, as it's generally been for most of the last two years. You mean sales? Sales-wise, yeah. yeah. But uh, games-wise... Some interesting stuff in the top 10 this month. Madden, number one. That's not a surprise. Minecraft at number two. Not a surprise. But here we go. Gears of War Ultimate, the number three selling game for August. And remember, it came out at the very end of August. HD remakes don't sell. What are you talking about? And This is clearly an error. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other part of this that, that sort of makes it better is the NPD top 10 is sorts by cumulative cumulative skew meaning the madden being number one it's counting all four platforms that it's on minecraft is counting all four platforms that it's on well wait does that does minecraft include pc sales no okay pc digital yeah it's not not included in npd but but uh gears ultimate being only on xbox uh outsold the number four game grand theft auto 5 across five platforms also, Grand Theft Auto V is still on the top ten list. <laughs> do you remember how long, how long ago did that game come out? Do you um, uh, more two than years. a year? Two years. Two years ago. Really? Oh wow! This, Last gen version crazy. was two years ago. Last gen, two years ago. This gen, six months ago. Still no, in the top ten. Uh, almost a year now. It was a year. November, November uh, for the Xbox time One, flies. PS4. What do it they do with their ago. money? What do they do with all their money? Uh, <laughs> Scrooge McDuckett. PS, uh, PC version was about six months ago. Okay, April. got it. So yeah, Gears doing just buy it on on a single with only one console to sell on, doing very well. Lego Jurassic World after GTA Five, the number six. Uh, one, two, three. No, that's Lego. That's number five. Number six, Rare Replay. Happy to see this one on yeah, the list. Yeah, cool. I was a little worried because it's a bunch of old games, but very happy to see that Rare Replay. And it, you know, has it was. A spot. It's a, a great deal. It's only thirty bucks, and mm-hmm. it's a bunch of just classic stuff. I've actually seen Major Nelson's been tweeting out a bunch of stuff lately. I guess various out- retailers have been having it on sale for twenty dollars this wow. week. Wow, which is That's just a like, good deal. yep, got to can't say no to that. I played it a little bit. I really wish that they just let you watch all the videos because I want to watch all the behind the scenes stuff about working yeah. at Rare and everything. But you have to play like a ton of their games. To oh, you them. have to play a video game. You you have to play for like a week. <laughs> Like some a, of those you have games to put in a lot of hours. Spirit. Some of them are. Yeah. yeah. They're there for historical mm-hmm. yeah. context. They're not my point is it's not easy to unlock those right. videos. Yeah. Until Dawn on PS4 at number seven. That was out at the end of the month too, so that's good to say. That's uh I like that game. I need to play more of yeah, it. Yeah, it's nice to see a horror horror game. Yeah. And then Call, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Combo Pack, what? which is Black Ops one and two is the number eight selling game for August. You can tell that 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 is a precursor for some big Black Ops three are you numbers f- that are coming. Oh if, if people are still buying Black Ops one and two, Black Ops three is going to be big. Are you sure there's not digital's not included with this? It has to be. Digital is not included with NPD. So this is retail sales of yeah. Minecraft. Yep. Wow. So not even digital Minecraft. That's crazy. Blown my mind. And then Arkham Knight and Advanced Warfare. So, but. Uh, you know, nothing, no big surprises there, but just good to see 
some single platform, some yeah, Xbox One exclusives. The the two August Xbox One exclusives cracking the list. Yeah, that is really great to see. Um, you know, I Gears of War one still super fun, and it's been. I, I didn't. I don't think I'm going to finish it again, but mm-hmm. it was fun to dive back into for a little while. And it's good to have that multiplayer back back in action as well on dedicated servers, no less. And then, yeah, Rare Replay. I, that's the one that's a big surprise. I didn't think... It's a happy surprise. I, yeah, it's a great surprise. I didn't yeah. think you know that would that would hit the charts. Hey, Rare, look, you can still make cool games and you know get a lot of money for them. Dude, Sea of Thieves looks so good. Yeah. I cannot wait for that game. I hope that's on a list, too. Well, whenever like, it comes Like out. a sales list so that they can keep making new stuff, you know? Yeah. Indeed. All right. This one's up Destin's alley. Yeah. Fallout 4 is the latest game out of... That I'm crazy excited for. Yeah. Well... <laughs> You're not the only one. Yeah. Lots of Few people. people Maybe a little excited for Fallout. You think? It's getting a season pass. Not a surprise. Quote, according to Bethesda, to reward our most loyal fans... This time we'll be offering a season pass that will get you all of the Fallout 4 DLC we ever do for just $30. Can I comment about that phrasing really quick? Let's start there because we're not done. Okay, so I think they're very smart about phrasing it that way because if they listed what you got in the season pass, then people would be like, oh, this isn't a good value, blah, blah, blah. But they're like, anything we ever do, it's going to be $30. We're not even going to tell you what it is, but it's going to be great. That's, you know, it's interesting you say that because I have the exact opposite. You think it's bad? Yeah. With Batman, well, they kind of said what was coming, and well, oh, initially, the Batman, they didn't. the Batman DLC kind of sucked. Yeah. Well, here's the rest of the quote: Since we're still hard at work on the game, we don't know what the actual DLC will be yet, but it will start coming early next year. Based on what we did for Oblivion, Fallout 3, and Skyrim, we know that it will be worth at least $40, and if we if we do more, you'll get it all with the season pass. So I think that's terrible, just like Batman was. I mean, as, as much as... All I said is I think they're smart with their phrasing. I didn't say this is consumer good <laughs> or anything like that, to clarify yes. where I'm at with this statement. But this is just... A, first of all, I think that's probably a gentle lie if if they plan on releasing their first dlc early next year that's like four months from now they probably know what it is they've got an they've got an outline for what that dlc is going to be or at least some of it and number two uh i just hate this trend again you know there was the huge public outcry of for batman because Mm -hmm. it was bad this is the same thing it's it's bethesda saying hey trust us Mm -hmm. Trust us, the season pass will totally be worth it. Uh, just go ahead and give us your non-refundable $30 now. We we don't even know what it's going to be, but it'll be <laughs> worth it. Trust us. See, look at our old games. It's like, well, yes, you do have a track record, but I want to know what I'm getting. Yeah. I don't like, I just don't, I hate this trend. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, I mean, and I get that there's a fine line to walk because if you detail what's in it, you do get people like, well, why isn't, if you, you're listing me all yeah. this stuff. Why isn't it in the full game? I, I think it's just all in the timing. So it's all in the timing. Wait until like the game is out or like up right about to come out or has just come out, and then be like, "Hey, by the way, we've got a season pass. We're going to do a bunch more stuff. Here's yeah. what it is. Here's now what it is for now. Now more that we've is coming. Yeah, now that we yeah. finished the game, we want to do our extra ideas. Are this, this, this? Mm-hmm. We think it'll be forty dollars worth of stuff. We'd like thirty dollars for the pass." 
I but the the timing and the context I think is gross. I hate it. I may be naive, as we discovered last episode, when I believed your fake amusement park rides, but I, <laughs> but I trust uh, Bethesda because of what they did with Fallout 3. That DLC was phenomenal. I would happily pay $30 for that DLC today. I'm sure they're going to treat Fallout 4 with the same care and, and respect. And I don't Same thing that. with Skyrim. They did a great job with the Skyrim DLC. Yeah. They're going to do great with Fallout 4. I so don't... I'm not worried about this company. Right. Warner... I kind of want to know what you're putting up yeah. front before I, I mean, give you my money. I, I don't disagree with you at all. You're right. I think they do have the track record. They have shown that they have they do a lot of quality content. But it's just, again, I just don't like it's – have they earned trust? Can, yes. can we even give them our money yet? Uh, There's nowhere – like we I don't have think the game. it's officially on sale it's yet. It's going to be like when the game comes out. So by then, I think we're going to have some inkling. Where's yeah. this quote from? Do you know? Is this the, from an Bethesda interview? blog? Straight. Oh, okay. it, it, there wasn't a name on it, like Pete Hines or Todd Howard or anything, but Bethesda wrote that. Why would they even address this right now? What is there at play here? My so my guess. Tell me what you guys think, but mm. my guess would be they know they've got people that have pre-ordered Fallout. They have mm. money ready for Fallout. They probably want to try and get those same people in their heads to go. I need to save, I need to set aside another $30 of my gaming budget instead of, say, buying Battlefront or Got it. something else. Like, just try, I think they're trying to get people to reserve the, he- the money in their heads mm-hmm. before they actually put it on sale. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's probably where the, this, the timing of this comes from, if Got I had it. to guess. Yeah. Which is all, that's all I do here. <laughs> what platform are you guys going to play on? Xbox I, One. Yeah, you know, I have my my I have this nice new PC, but I'm tempted for PC. I don't know. I mean, the Xbox is easier, and it would be nice to get some achievements. But what? I could just put it into big picture mode with a with an yeah. Xbox controller on the couch on my PC. So probably just one of those two, either Xbox or PC. I don't know. I'll decide later. So we have a press account, so I can play on PC if I want. I have it pre-ordered on Xbox One though. Yeah, and PS4, but I'm going to sell that. I pre-ordered oh, every so- platform. The super rare one, as soon as it was announced, I pre-ordered all Oh, the all Pip-Boy them. thing? And I'm like, this thing is going to go. Because yeah. I have one of the Fallout 3 ones. So, yeah, I pre-ordered three. I'm one of those guys. Sorry. Th- well, I'm <laughs> glad that you're doing it because that means I'll get to see the Pip-Boy because I'm sure as hell not spending the money on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a big <clears throat> Fallout fan. I have a viewfinder from E3 yeah. that goes for $400 or something on eBay when it sells, um, but I'm keeping that. So when you I quit have, working here... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sell all my Fallout nerdy stuff. Yeah. Um, huge Fallout fan. I like all the collectible stuff. So, yeah, I definitely went for it. Are, well, but wait. Don't you have a 6 Plus? An iPhone 6 Plus? Not, not worried about that. I just want the, the thing. I'm not going to walk around wearing it. It's not compatible. Yeah, oh, yeah the, on, the, totally the thing, would. the Pip-Boy wrist thing is not compatible with the 6 the Plus. The first week I will, Sean. Give me some credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you going to trade in your 6 Plus for a 6 just so you can use the Pip-Boy? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, is it 6 and below size-wise? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think obviously I'll the 6S. I'll just now. cram my 6 Plus in there and call it a day. <laughs> I'll make it work. Yeah. I chopped off two inches <laughs> of my six, uh, 6 Plus so that it would fit. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, vote with your wallets, folks. Yep. That's always. Do what Trump Finnegan does. Trump? Don't buy DLC. Ever. 
Sean Finnegan referring to himself in the third person. Yep. Don't buy DLC ever. Get the Taken King out today. <laughs> Different, but that's what I mean. Is like, I don't, I don't pay over stuff. Like, Busted. I hate the idea Ooh. of the season pass being released before the game is even released. Yeah. Uh, I mean, being announced before the game is even released. I hate the idea that somewhere some s- someone consciously made the decision, we're going to make this as the game, we're going to charge this price, and then we're going to make extra content that we're developing at the same time. It's going to be an extra price. You ever do cost. a Kickstarter or a Patreon? Have I? Yeah. No? Why? Okay. I was going to say, that's kind of like the same territory, like the whole Shamu uh, Kickstarter thing. You're pretty much paying for that something. Was, that was BS too. I uh, I hated that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot of people thing? don't like yeah. that yeah. either. I you know, like that put it. Hey, Sega, here's uh, my uh, money. Sony, see fun, it in a fun few the years. damn game. It felt really weird to so see Kickstarter terrible. in the middle of an E3 press conference yeah. Yeah. at one anyway. point, and then yeah, yeah beyond that. Side. I think this is a whole separate topic. <laughs> for we the and we're on the wrong show. Yeah, yeah. cover that on Beyond. All right, so. Yeah, I'm really excited about this next story. <laughs> Dude, take it away. Okay, so the new Xbox One Experience dashboard is coming in November, and it looks like what I've been asking for since like launch. And what is that, Destin? Just a better dashboard, one that what makes that sense. Mean? It's slick. It's like you you got to actually try it out, right? Didn't, Why don't you I didn't tell actually. Us about it? I didn't actually have the controller in my hand. I had uh, Mikey Barra, who mm-hmm. run, runs the one of the platform teams at Microsoft. This is like his baby basically yeah. he ran me through it at e- all i've at seen is the trailer and i'm just like oh thank god you know the uh, trailer actually doesn't i think doesn't really do it justice because it's all like tell us about it, cuts and mon i did like week yeah. months ago on the show well why is it gonna be listening? great why is it gonna be great <laughs> you were on the show i know i know no it's exactly it's what you're saying though it's mm-hmm. it's uh it's quick and it stays out of the way mm-hmm. it's just it's fast and it's minimal that those are those are the two Best things I can say about Which it. Which is what all OSs should be. Bingo. Yeah. I'm with yeah. That's I that's don't know. all I want from my operating systems is is stability, speed, speed, mm. and minimalism. I really hope this one addresses all those problems. My dashboard right now chugs all the time and I don't know what to do about it. The most annoying bit for me, and I don't know if this is an actual OS problem or or what, but usually when I uh turn my controller on yeah and it and it syncs it uh there's like a little delay when it first like Starts it's up. on but then i'm like trying to scroll somewhere and it scrolls like four yeah. things over so it's it kind of like it burps basically yeah. and that annoys me <laughs> yeah it annoys me too it's, i hope this addresses that problem but that's, yeah that's why i'm really excited for this i'm also in the the early adopter thing, Preview so I program. might get it a little early, but I haven't been doing feedback or anything, so I don't know if I will. I That's hope I do. What the thing Microsoft said? So it's starting like any day now. Yeah. It's going to start. The preview version is going to start rolling out to preview members, but only it's a very carefully selected pool of preview program members, people that have been active in the community, basically exactly sending correct. feedback, helping them improve the experience. Exactly correct. I'm on Unlocked. I say stuff <laughs> on the yeah. biggest Xbox podcast. Hook me up, Microsoft. Hook I us, can hook us all up. Actually, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sure they'll they'll uh, kindly send you get you in if Destino if you want on it. Xbox Live. <laughs> Just You're in making case. it extra Just easy in case. for them. Yeah, yeah. No, we in all seriousness, we will we will have uh, have it running on our uh, at least one machine here. I can't wait to see how it works. And we'll be doing video walkthroughs, commentaries. Yeah. We'll definitely have coverage if you if you don't 
get it yourself. If you I want. did the first one launch day. I did show people how to use the Connect and like what it was like that and was how to use video. the voice commands. Yeah, it actually came out well. I was losing my mind though because I had to do it in the middle of the office. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I remember that. Xbox Skype Fran. Xbox Skype, like two hours of that. I was so frustrated. <laughs> Don't do it in a noisy area is, is the moral of that story. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. The Xbox One is getting some sorely needed reinforcements in a genre that it is very much lacking in, and that is the JRPG. Ooh. Two new JRPGs are on the way as exclusive, well, new gen exclusives. First game is called Stranger of Sword City. It was originally released on the 360 PC and Vita. It's a dungeon crawler, and apparently this is kind of it's kind of a remake. It'll have new content, new character design, and a new art style. So cool. not new, totally new, but kind of new. New coat of paint. Yeah, and some other stuff. And then uh, so that's expected out between in the first quarter of next year, between January and March. And then the second game. It is, uh, the working title is Students of the Round 2, which I, I love that working title. And it's a bit, it's, it's not coming out till uh, April, but, well, sometime in basically the fiscal year after, April 2016 to March 2017, somewhere in that giant window. But it is a, uh, it's a tactical RPG that mixes Shining Force and Fire Emblem. Oh. So this is all good. I mean, the, the Xbox One, we, we obviously, we remember very well, the 360 made a huge push in the JRPG department, yeah. and it still, you know, nothing worked for Xbox in Japan. But at least for North American JRPG fans, we got Blue Dragon, we got Lost Odyssey, we got Tales of Vesperia, we got Eternal Sonata, we got, um, what, Nier, we mm. got, there were a bunch of... Lost Odyssey? Said that one. Oh. That was one of the most popular ones. I like yeah. that game. This yeah. Walker's game. Uh, Came on Sakaguchi. four discs. Yeah, DVDs. That was, so we got, you know, we got some decent JRPGs on 360, but we really, they're just, they're really practically none on Xbox One so far. Yeah, JRPGs, unfortunately, I think have, like, there was a time when JRPGs were all there were in games. Like, that's yeah. what oh, yeah. played. That was the dominant genre, really, yeah, or, now, or a dominant, like, platformers and yeah, JRPGs. Exactly, yeah. And now, and like. And maybe racing games. Yeah, and now I would I would very much call them a niche, especially here in the West. You know, yeah. So like you get Colin Moriarty, who loves them, and mm -hmm. that's about it. What's Final Fantasy now? Like it's been. It's still a JRPG, but yeah. they're not releasing every. You know, there, there's one of those every what two I, three years. I would just love Final Fantasy 14 on Xbox. Also, that would be nice. Yeah. It's such, by all accounts, such a fantastic it's, MMO. It's something about Sony and Microsoft not willing to, like, have... Because mm -mm, Final Fantasy XI was on 360. Correct. So I don't know why it's not on next-gen platforms, yeah. but Square said they're like, we'd love to have it on Xbox, but, like, for some reason, they don't want to do it this time. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. And it's because PlayStation players would be able to play with Xbox players in the we, same world. We did that on Final Fantasy XI. Mm -hmm. Everybody wor well, it back, worked out fine. Back then, I think it was a little bit more lenient with the online. It was new on PlayStation 2. Well, you know. Yeah. The only downside to uh, Final Fantasy XI on the 360 was... It basically... I played on PS2. I okay, bought a so keyboard and I played it and, on yeah. th on 360. Yeah. It it basically violated... Microsoft allowed them to violate every <laughs> rule of Xbox yeah. Live. It bypassed everything. 
It like was Square's own play like, online server system. Yeah. yeah, and and whole like the whole thing was all Square, and uh, it made it. I remember there was we had a beta. With yeah, the beta on OXM. It was a second disc. So that was like a huge get for us. Mm-hmm. And we would get emails months later after the beta had ended. You couldn't like people had either thrown their disc away or whatever. You needed the disc to uninstall all that play online. Oh stuff. my god! Oh, wow. It was just yeah. Was, That's when like uh, file management was actually well. You had important. because you had thirteen usable yeah. gigabytes of space on your twenty gig Xbox oh, three hundred and sixty hard drive. Yeah, but yeah, that it yeah it. I I have to imagine that if if Microsoft allowed it now, or if, if it were to be on Xbox One now. Well, now it would just be an app you download and manage. Right, it, you know? but it, yeah, it wouldn't, like, Play Online would probably, I don't even know how the game works, but it, it's, it, it's similar. It's similar. I, yeah. I don't know if Microsoft would be quite so lenient this yeah. time. It's not like it was in Final Fantasy XI. It's way more streamlined, but there's still, you still manage all your account stuff on a website versus, you know, on the thing. And it right. still remembers that I played Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> uh, how long did you play? Like, what level did you hit? Uh, just a lot of the beta. And when it, I, I, I didn't play the final version when it came out. But I, I did enjoy, really enjoy the beta. Yeah. I was on with a couple buddies of mine, and I had a good time with it. I played a monk. I hit, like, 28-12. That's about where I get in MMOs. Like, yeah. the, in the mid-20s, and then I'd start a subclass, then I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. You know? But, man, 14 is so good. Sorry, I kind of went on a tangent. No, it's I just fine. really like that one. F- I mean, there's yeah. been fans have been calling for FF14 to come out mm-hmm. on Xbox One for a while. So it's really good. I'm happy to help amplify that oh, yeah. on this show. Because why is it? Maybe we'll have to, let's see if we can dig into that. Let's, yeah, let's maybe set, it's Microsoft's side. It's either Microsoft or Square. Let's set Mitch loose on that when he gets... Actually, I should set him loose on it now while he's in Japan. Yeah, right. Like, dude, find out... <laughs> Yeah, go put the go, pressure on. Go Square. get some. Go get some off the record comments on what the deal is, and then let's see if we can figure it out. But you would think, I mean, there's there's money to be made mm-hmm. for Square, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd think there's money to be made for Microsoft, but it's got to be some politics. Yeah. yeah, it's always ruins everything. What else we got today? Not ruined is oh, GTA yeah. Online. Stole your thunder, Destin. <laughs> Have some of that. How how you like them apples? I'm just waiting for those in and out apples. <laughs> <laughs> they don't serve apples. Uh oh! I guess I'll have to get a double double with light onions. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, I guess I didn't a, eat breakfast a, this morning. Consolation prize. I'm yeah. so hungry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, GTA Online they revamped free mode, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Hey, they made it better. Uh, GTA Online is completely. Uh, unrecognizable from what it was the day it launched when it was kind of broken, not working super well. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you've got all these free updates. Everything they've done for GTA Online has been free. Yeah. Vehicles, game modes, it's activities, fun. the heists. Mm-hmm. And now... Oh, the heists were so fun. So good. Yeah. So good. Free mode events... Which eliminate lobbies. You no longer have to go into lobbies in GTA Online. Does it Online. eliminate them? Like, are they still there as an option? I, or are they gone now? I haven't played because it just came out yesterday. Okay. So I haven't hopped on. But what this is is uh, every 12 minutes in the open, mm-hmm. if you're in free mode, every 12 minutes a new free mode event will start oh. with a countdown clock on the on the HUD alerting players to how much longer they have until it starts. So if you miss it or just decide, forget it, I don't want to do that, you can you just catch the next one and just keep doing whatever you want. But if you want to, wow. like everybody can can sync up at that one point with no, there's no lobbies, no like waiting for everybody to ready up. 
This is fantastic. This is like public events in Destiny, except they tell you, hey, this is going to happen if you want to check it exactly out. Exactly right. You know, And you got to remember that one day, many years from now, GTA 6 will come out. Yeah. And it's going to have this. Or yeah. Red Dead can, 2, please make it happen. You can take, I mean, because they've said <laughs> GTA Online is its own entity. It's almost certainly going to be a part of GTA 6 one day. Oh, of yeah. course. I mean, maybe by, hopefully with like GTA 6, they'll like we had add, it in another, four. add another city or yeah. something. We had it in 4. We had it in 5. It's not there in 6. That's not going <laughs> to happen. That's not going to happen. But just think, yeah, like this is going to keep evolving and evolving and mm. be there for years. Yeah. With all these additions, this is great. I mean, uh, over and let me just add a few more details. Over 200 variants of free mode events will be available at launch, including cooperative battles, individual live stunt challenges, free-for-all King of the Hill modes, and challenges tasking you to break speed limits and deal as much damage as possible within a time limit. So they're just adding new activities and mini-games and things to this. I love GTA so much. Yeah, that's so cool. That's an example of a dev that is doing everything right, oh, basically God. all the time. They're still on the top ten MPD. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah. It, but you know what? It doesn't cost the consumer a dime. It's That's yeah. so awesome. It's a it's it's this vicious cycle, though, isn't it? Where they have unlimited money and mm-hmm. unlimited resources, unlimited time to just develop this the, this incredible stuff, and they don't charge a dime for it because. Their core product is so good that 50 million people buy it and enable this, mm-hmm. st- all this cool stuff for free, and th- all this cool stuff for free engenders goodwill, and then people buy GTA 6 because they're super yeah. happy, and it just feeds itself. It's or like, Red Dead Redemption 2. This is actually... Well, hopefully. Which I hope. <laughs> or make. you could Red Dead Revolver 3, depending oh, okay. on how you want to... Yeah. You know, I don't know where... That'd be a twist. What they would do if they... I mean... Red Dead's got to be coming at some I point. I hope so. It, how could it not be? But, L.A. New... No. <laughs> well, that's studio closed. Yeah. But. Yeah. So more GTA is up now. The free mode events. No more lobbies. Give it a try if you haven't been on GTA Online in a while. Try the heist, too, for the love of God. Oh, it's yeah. So do good. them. Grab three friends. Play the heists. I actually need to finish. I've only, I haven't played all of them yet. Oh, dude. They're so fun. We need to do it. Yeah. Last up. Who's uh we we covered a little battlefront earlier. Who wants some beer? Raise your hand if you want beer. Sure. I always want beer. Yeah. <laughs> well But I'm go- not going to <laughs> yeah. get it out of a little Star Wars carbonite Han Solo fridge thing. You're not? Nope. So Walmart is offering a deluxe edition of the Star Wars Battlefront game for $130 and it includes a copy of the game. Good. And a Han Solo. Can you Solo wear that on your arm though? In carbonite <laughs> mini fridge. A so, Han Solo encased in carbonite mini fridge. Basically yeah. a $70 mini fridge, which isn't bad, really. I'm going to steal this I joke mean, from Frank. Can you fit a lot of carbonated soda in there? Oh, my God. That's a Frank not even, joke. Not even good or funny or smart. <laughs> it's not even my it's joke. I bad. stole it. I like puns, okay? <laughs> uh, it holds six 12-ounce cans, has a handle... And a removable shelf. So, you know, you can organize your mini fridge. At what but point, the front of it's cool. It's, a, it's you know, Han Solo popping out. It looks of, really good. It looks, it's, yeah. I mean, and, it, like, the whole thing's designed. Like, it's a least, bigger piece of carbonite. So, I just, I, yeah. I question 
Frank Knight is so, going to buy this thing. That's so tacky. Good. I hope we can like, unbox it. Yeah. Somebody in the office will buy this. We have like, a bunch a, of Star We have a Wars bunch of nutcases here. Yeah. I'm a huge, oh, I'm, yeah. Did you guys see when they revealed BB-8? We had grown 40-year-old men <laughs> wigged out about yeah. this little ball that rolls around on the ground. I love Star Wars. BB-8's pretty like, cool, Sean. Okay. Yeah, yeah he is. Uh-huh. In the movie, maybe. <laughs> like, you could, there's no way you, anyone in the world, Han Solo himself, not <laughs> Harrison Ford, the character, the character, could come up to me and be like, "This is really cool. It's 150 bucks," and I'd be like, "You're an idiot." Oh yeah, because <laughs> can you lend me buy some that? space bucks? Yeah, to... yeah, like I, there's no way it's beyond me that anyone would buy the BB-8 for 150 dollars, and it's beyond me that anyone would pay 130 dollars. It's, like, it's like this. Yeah, it's tiny, and it's basically a repurposed Sphero, which already exists. We did an episode of uh, Sphero sounds Crazy that stupid. Yeah, BB-8's much cooler. He is. Uh, He's adorable and he makes cute noises. Oh I kind of want one. Oh my and there's God. a bigger one that's a little more expensive. Like soccer ball size? Yeah. No, so, no, not, no, there's two versions. I think there's I the smaller the, one I thought the and bigger then a little one bigger was, one. Like they didn't make it because it would have been thousands of dollars. Oh, really? Oh, I thought there like, were two versions. I just wonder because, I mean, I'm a Frank huge, would know. I'm a big Star Wars guy. I love the movies, yeah. but I love the movies. I'm not like... And even if I do love the game, which I'm still kind of on the fence about the mm-hmm. game, uh, I wouldn't pay $130 for a mini fridge, like a game <laughs> in the mini fridge. I would. I need that fridge for the dorm like, room. I, I would worry <laughs> about people coming into my dorm room and seeing that and being like, did you buy that? I'd be like, no, it was given to me as a gift. Like, I'd be embarrassed of it. <laughs> like, aren't people embarrassed? That's my big question is, aren't people embarrassed? What does your apartment look like, Sean? It what do you have? Like it, all of uh, my, do you have a Scarface poster? I don't have a Scarface poster, <laughs> but I do have a Touch of Evil poster. Okay. I, I have big movie posters. That's yeah. like the main thing that I collect and display. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of like uh, cool statues and stuff. I'm a big statue guy because I love the craftsmanship and like I have a Batman statue and like a Harley one and a I Master keep Chief my weed one. in that mini fridge. <laughs> in, the door, in the dorm, baby. <laughs> You put Duke your Duke weed in. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a mini fridge, come on. How more tacky can you get? A yeah. Star Wars mini fridge. <laughs> it's like, for at work. It's tell the... me 10 years from now, you're Ooh. not going to regret that. Oh, you will. <laughs> I, I wouldn't buy that. Even it's a year the from now, you're going to regret that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Although nowadays, I guess it's way more forgivable. Like, when I was in college, like, you'd be ostracized for having something like that. Girls would never come to your room. Well, Nowadays, you, I guess if that's you had cool. Just, it's cool. Uh, what if you, you had about? just a mini fridge, you'd be fine. But a Han Solo one with carbonite, no. What if she was a huge Star Wars nut, though? If, yeah, because then you're in. <laughs> there's you, so many you, of those women <laughs> coming to my dorm like, <laughs> to drink beer in college. If yeah. you smoke enough weed in my dorm room, it looks like Han Solo's <laughs> actually trying to get out of the fridge, baby. <laughs> Help me, I'm Han Solo. <laughs> this is great. Let's end the show. For All right, yeah. God. Go. Marketplace. Uh, yeah, marketplace to. report. Destin Legary, you yes, have to sir. do it on your own because I have to walk out. All right, you're leaving? I have to go to a meeting. I'm so late. All right. Do you want right. to pick an answer to the quiz that you're going to Oh, yeah, write, yeah. Just write down your yeah. answer. What is the, where is this thing? Hold on, let me look. Last page. Am I supposed um, to be in a meeting? Well, you, I keep getting texts. You can't leave. The show. Oh, no, it's just about. Hanging out with friends. Oh my god! I don't know. I have Come no on, idea. Don't I'm just friends. gonna pick. <laughs> those are those are spam texts. Aw, uh, that sounds like a fake game that I submitted. All right. So thank you. you it's right. bye everyone. Shark, have a good week, sir. Thank you for coming on. All right, Destin, let's take, take us it. home. What can we spend our money on this week? Forza Motorsport Six. One Ryan McCaffrey really enjoyed this title. 
We also have a full review on IGN if you want more impressions. Yeah. Forza 6, shocker. It's super good. Yeah. Ryan likes the racing games. Well, I like Forza. I like Forza and I like Burnout. Oh, okay. Otherwise, I generally, I don't know. I have a hard time. Need for Speed? No. I, I don't know. Need for Speed hasn't grabbed me in a long time. I'll try the new one, but yeah. I don't know. The live action stuff, I'm kind of The like, new one, I'm not I'm so eye rolling it a little bit. Yeah. I'm not sure how that's going to go, but. Moving on, Destiny the Taken King is out. It's uh, $40 if you bought the other DLCs. Otherwise, I think you have to buy the other DLCs. I know this, this release is shocking news to you. You had no yeah. idea this was happening. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was uh, on the way. It's very good. It's it's pretty fun. If you're new, you can jump to level 25 and just experience just the yeah, DLC. I, I, seriously, I, I, you know, I keep yeah. saying it, but I, I do want to. I think I'm going to hop in, mm-hmm. play for a while again, with and, and come in. I'm. And a big reason why I'm mm-hmm. incentivized to do so is that boost to 25. Yeah. Because I'm 18 or 19 right now. Everybody's writing about it right now and talking about it on Twitter. They're like, hey, this is good. Like, we're really enjoying it. So it's not just me being crazy. And, like, before the show, I'm like, I got to put this down. Like, I got to go do work. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's pretty good. NHL 16. That's a game. It's hockey. Uh, our review just went out. Actually, I need, I need to look at it. Keep reading, and I want to see what we gave NHL this year. Pro I mean, Evolution Soccer, another sports sports ball game that I don't know much about. Um, it is it is out. That's, it's that's the, the Pez from Konami? Correct. Right? That's yeah. it. Yeah, the that's big FIFA competitor. It. Yeah. Uh, in digital, we have Frozen Free Fall, Snowball Fight. It's free on Xbox One and 360. Gun World on Xbox One. The Xbox One edition is $2. It's an 8-bit Two sort bucks. of action Can't game. Yeah, that. that's it's kind of a good deal. Check it out. Overruled, $7.50. It is a multiplayer brawler. Ryan, did you figure out anything about NHL 16? Working on it. Got it here. We gave NHL 16. Check out the full review. The old 7.8. Oh, all right. So uh, I'll give you the quick summary. We liked the return of many modes. We liked tons of ways to play. We liked the on-ice trainer. We did not like unreliable online or the repetitive announcers. But, of course, there's way more than that if you read the full review or watch the full video review on IGN or YouTube. Got a few more notes. September Games with Gold, The Dear God, and Tomb Raider Definitive Edition from 9.16 to 10.15 on Xbox One. So that's that's finally happening. Yeah, uh, just get them both. They're free games. Just get them. Why not? Uh, On Xbox One, that's on Xbox One. On Xbox 360, Crisis 3 from 9.16 to 9.30, Get Crisis 3. Just play through the first few campaign missions at least. As Mitch likes to say, all you got to do is initiate the download yeah. and then you own it forever. Yeah, so. ex- you own it forever and you didn't spend any money like all those Steam games you haven't played yet. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. All right, take a quick break and then we'll do some trivia. The Shark wrote down his response before he left. You've got yours ready. And with no Mitch, Mitch is in Japan. You've got a chance to tie for the lead for the Dookie, which I'll grab off the shelf here in a second. Be right back. Unlock block. Can you take on the challenge? All right. Destin in the commercial break has been racking his brain over the unlock block trivia this week. I'm one point behind Mitch. This could tie it up for first place. This is huge. The Dookie, which is the trophy right here. Mm -hmm. I'm holding it if you're watching on video. That is the trophy that is at stake. You will possess it for the entire year as a point of pride Mm -hmm. in 2016 should you finish in first place. And again, Mitch with 14 points on the year. You've got 13 Marty hanging around with 11 points. The Shark at 6. The Shark did play before he left. In fact, 
I've got I've got his uh, his answer here. So Tim from Newcastle over in the UK sent in this question, which I thought was a good one, and as he notes, it's relevant to Forza Motorsport yeah. Six releasing this week. So Tim asks. Uh, so Tim says, Forza Motorsport was launched on the original Xbox, published by Microsoft Game Studios, of course, as it still is today. But which of these racing titles was not published by Microsoft on the original Xbox? So Microsoft published three of the four games mm-hmm. I'm about to read Just you. published, not developed. Just published. Yeah. So That's what's wrong. Name about. the one that was not published by Microsoft on the OG Xbox. Rally Sport Challenge, Quantum Redshift, Midtown Madness 3, or Total Immersion Racing? So I've got the Sharks answer here. Uh, I'm going to wait for yours, Destin. All right. I so did remember this. I, I did get this one right. I'm really it's torn between Rally Sport Challenge or Midtown Madness. I think one of them were published by Sega and not Microsoft. No, wait. Original Xbox. Had Sega gone? Yeah, they had. All right. Oh, yeah. Jet Set Radio. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm going to go Rally Sport A. Okay. Ah. The shark has gone with Midtown Madness at sea. Yeah. Are you doing your final answer locking in? Yeah. You doing it? Uh, there's a lot of time left in the Wait, air. Wait, so what did, sorry, what did you say again? I'm you, going with A. You're going with Rally Sport. Yeah, okay. I think Sega Public. I'm not sure. All right. Well, uh, your golden opportunity, uh, I am this is bad. telling you, <laughs> you have not done it. Ah. You have not tied it. Is it C? It's D, total emotion oh, raising. Good. So I was totally wrong. You were completely wrong yeah. in every way, shape, good. or form. Rally Sport Challenge, developed by Dice. Oh, wow. Published by Microsoft. Got it. EA bought Dice after that, and mm-hmm. so that series went away. Quantum Redshift was a sort of one-off futuristic arcadey. You were in this like hover ship thing. It was it was a pretty good game actually. It was very oh, okay. pretty as well. Microsoft did that. Uh, Midtown Madness was a long-running Microsoft racing series. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Monster Truck Madness for a little while. Yeah, that's, Midtown so that's Madness, what I was going to... For some reason, I thought that was Sega. I nope, don't know Those why. were all Microsoft games. Huh. Total Immersion Racing. Uh, actually, I don't remember who... He did, uh, Tim didn't note it, and I forgot to look it up. But I want to say it might have even been Atari. What was the racing game where somebody talks to you the whole time and it's like off-road? Well, that's probably you're thinking of Rally Sport because that's what Rally Sport oh, is. Okay. That's what Rally Racing is. I don't know why I made the Sega connection. That's weird. Well, it's a fair guess because Sega mm-hmm. has made a lot of very good racing games over mm-hmm. the years, particularly back in these days. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Destin. Your oh, well. golden opportunity to tie Mitch, you've blown it. Oh, well. You've... He'll Just. probably be out jet lag next week. I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So Tim wins a prize just for having his question chosen. I'll figure out what that prize Congrats, is. Congrats, Tim. Got a code for something somewhere laying around. If you would like to win, you'll, of course, get your question right on the air, as well as some sort of uh, Xbox-related prize, be it a download code for a game, a DLC pack for something, what have you. You can send your Xbox trivia question Along with four multiple-choice answers, please note the correct one and send that to unlocked at IGN.com. Make next week's really easy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then, if it's super easy, you guys are on a level playing field. No, Mitch is totally going to be out next week. You really think he'll be recovered from Tokyo on Tuesday? I don't don't even know. I have no clue. I'm hoping. You, you are now it's asking rev- our... It's review season. I bet he has a review. You're asking our listeners to just throw you a softball. Yeah, thanks. I will purposely not choose a softball because I <laughs> have the it. final say. That's yeah. the fun part. Which developer wasn't involved <laughs> with the, this Bungie game? <laughs> that would be really tough. I don't know. 
All right. Uh, we encourage you to sign up for IGN Prime if you have not done so already. That gets you an ad-free experience on IGN, both on the website and in front of videos. Helps keep the lights on here. Helps keep us doing this show each and every week. You can sign up. It's $30 for a year, and the place to go is IGN.com slash Prime. Destin, we have a bunch of podcast t-shirts as well. Yes, we do. Go.IGN.com slash store. You can uh, check out a bunch of shirts, including Unlocked and Fireteam Chat. Yes. Here into the Destinies. Indeed. And others. Check those out. Uh, If you like my shirt, you can click on the link on my Twitter profile. And you can get yourself one of your own. This is the most popular one here. Oh, really? People have been very fond of this. I cool. love They're high fiving. They're happy. They're very. They're coexisting. Aw. It's PS4 and Xbox One. Just broing it up. Can we all just coexist? That's exactly the point. <laughs> and the answer for most of us is yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. That is where said link to said T-shirt lives, as well as my other random thoughts throughout the week. Uh, I'm. We've got Assassin's Creed Syndicate is our IGN first for this mm-hmm. month, rolling out all kinds of really good features all month. Uh, new mission reveal. We've had uh, the, to the video I screened yesterday that Denise cut about the the two lead characters this time, Jacob and Evie. They're twins. Yeah, shows off a lot of great new footage and really shows. Oh, okay, these are these two look like the most interesting lead characters in an Assassin's Creed game. Probably since Ezio. I think that game's going to be good. I, I'm really being won over by it, yeah. i got to say. I've been pretty cold on Assassin's Creed, or at least just indifferent to yeah. it for a while. Not not well, negative towards annualized, it. Well, annualized, so yeah. that happens. But this one's looking really good. Uh, what else can I tell you? Forza Motorsport 6 review is up because the game's out. You probably already saw that last week. I feel like there's one thing I was missing, but oh well. Uh, catch my Tesla podcast if you are oh, into, all th- in, into all things Tesla. That is, uh, it's teslapodcast.libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com, or just type Tesla into iTunes if you use iTunes. The number one Tesla podcast. It is. It is. <laughs> there are only two. <laughs> there are only two, and I'm beating the other guys. <laughs> and I think that's it for me. Yeah. Destin? Just follow me on Twitter, at Destin Legary. Like I said earlier in the show, my machine's currently being switched over to a new machine. I've had the same computer for four years. and That it's is a long little, time. Getting a little old, so they're upgrading yeah. me finally. And uh, yeah. Will will your will your edit times, your project times, be like significantly cut down? Ideally. Awesome. Uh, the big thing it's doing, though, is I have basically unlimited storage using our new tape drive system. Sweet. So I never have to worry about capturing again. And I will always have access to all my footage forever. Cha-ching. Yeah, right? Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. For the dearly departed Shark Finnegan. Chomp, chomp, chomp. <laughs> Thank you. The absent Mitch Dyer. Hi in Japan, Mitch. The Wisconsin-bound. Ice Marty fishing, Marty. Sleeve. Yeah, the ice fishing. Yeah. Hope, hope you're catching a big one. Uh, and the ever-present Destin Legary. Hi, everybody. Let's go to In-N-Out, shall we? Yeah, let's, let's go, go meet up with an unlocked fan. Sounds at, good. At In-N-Out. That's going to be a good time. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This was the palindromatic Podcast Unlocked, episode 212. We will be back this time next week.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.